Good Saturday morning, and thank you so much for tuning in to Life in the Palm Beaches and the Treasure Coast with Rick and Christy. I'm Rick Nutzel. During the week, I am Director of Sales and Marketing for the award-winning Best Western in, yep, West Palm Beach, right there, right across the street from Tanger Outlets. And along with me in the TriCat Studios in beautiful Jupiter, Florida, is my best friend and my beautiful wife, Christy. Good morning, everyone. Christy Nutzel here. Happy to be back with you on a Saturday. And have you ever felt like you lived a whole year in a week? Oh my God, it's like that. So <laughs> it's been this like this all week. I'm yeah. I, we're all exhausted from from Ian. storm watch. Yeah. So, but I'm really excited about this week's show because we have a old friend of the show. That, <clears throat> there's that frog. I it, it's always he only there. shows up on Saturday morning. <laughs> anyway, uh, old friend of the show, uh, George Lindley, the George Lindley, I'm getting excited, the executive director of the Palm Beach County Sports Commission. Mm-hmm. And we've known George for a long time. And yes. uh, it's more like uh, just a casual phone conversation when he calls into the show. It's like an ESPN radio broadcast, honestly. It when is. George is on. When George is on. <laughs> but I do want to talk about Ian. Um we hope that everyone is safe and unharmed. And Unfortunately, uh, uh, the West Coast isn't. Uh, I know. Um, this week was kind of rattled all of us. We had this huge, huge hurricane uh, bearing down on the West Coast of Florida. And uh, it was, they say, now you and I were in Orlando when mm-hmm. Charlie hit. Charlie fit, the entire storm of Charlie fit in the eye of Ian. It's massive. The eye was four to five times the size mm-hmm. of Charlie's eyes, and the o- and the only blessing, if there was a blessing about Charlie, was that it was fast. It was fast. It, this it, one's it, it dragging got, it got over the and, state. Yeah. Well, you know, right now it's it's the the latter parts are just now lingering along the I ninety five corridor up and down the coast, like. Georgia, South Carolina. Yeah, that's where it is yeah. now. So it's, we're still we're still getting cancellations. It, I had somebody was coming in this weekend, and they they're canceled because they were coming from they were driving in, and they don't feel safe driving in the weather, which I completely understand. So we uh, were in Orlando when Charlie hit, and uh, you would think that after it hit land, it would weaken, but Charlie was devastating for Central Florida, mm-hmm. devastating as it was the West Coast, but. I was watching some film this week of a a helicopter pilot who has been uh, working, uh, covering hurricanes for like 20 years. And he said that the the difference of Charlie, the, the, the destruction was the same, except Ian covered so much territory so much area and these places are totally wiped out some of the pictures of the marinas the boats are all just laying in a big pile there's boats in backyards there's water levels up to the roof of some of these uh some of these neighborhoods fort myers fort myers beach captiva sanibel just totally wrecked it didn't and when you were watching it the storm, it didn't feel like it was moving, like it was just literally it was spinning. Right. It was. Right there. Yeah. And, and of course, we all were watching it because our both hotels uh, filled up during the week, during 
mm-hmm. in coming and <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of them were from the West Coast. And I talked to two people today, and someone, uh, um, it was Fort Myers, and they they just got they got killed. Um, just I don't even know how they can get back over there. Well, here's the other thing. So right now, uh, as of I think it was Thursday, yeah, Thursday, there was two and a half million people without power. They are totally off the grid. And what the big thing for me was the picture of the Sanibel Causeway, Mm -hmm. which there's only one way to get in and out. Outside of a boat. Right, is the Sanibel Sanibel Causeway, Mm -hmm. and it actually has structural damage where they're going to have to rebuild, and it's going to take weeks. It's going to take weeks. Oh, I it better not. It should take months and months. I, I don't want to drive over a bridge. It's going to take a week to repair. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. <laughs> yeah, there's. Uh, I mean, obviously there was uh, probably an infrastructural need in the first place. Right. There was another Pine Island bridge which also got destroyed, and then I saw some of the piers. Uh, Fort Myers Pier was uh, in Sanibel and and. Captivia, mm-hmm. all those places just got wrecked, and they estimate the early estimation to get everything back mm-hmm. seven billion dollars. And how can they tell that in such a short time? The other thing is that <clears throat> there's going to be hundreds of casualties because not everyone heeded the advice to to leave to leave. To evacuate. You know when they say you need to evacuate? Right. This is a life or death situation. Right. They're doing it for you. Right. But a lot of times, some people, whether it be disabled, can I? I'll take that. Thank you. Oh. (laughs) Aria says, the heck you will. (laughs) Once again, we're coming to you from the TriCAD Studios in beautiful Jupiter, Florida. Anyway, the casualties, uh, and, and this isn't a joke, uh, this isn't a laughing matter. There were some people with disabilities and some people that didn't have the money or no place to go, mm-hmm. didn't have the mode of transportation, and they had to rely on neighbors. But I, I saw pictures of neighborhoods, especially in Florida. We do still have a lot of trailer parks, but the trailers now are like double wide, triple wide, and I mean, they're they're really nice places. The problem is... They can't withstand that wind. No. That kind of a wind. Even even after the hurricane went from the West Coast to the East Coast on um, uh, Daytona Beach, uh, a roof of a hotel got blown off. Oh, gosh. The, the winds were so... I mean, you would. I, I've always thought that as a hurricane or ten, tornado go over land, it loses some strength because it needs water. But they it, this thing it, had sucked it, up so much water. That there was a lady that was in North. Uh, she was some. She was night near Jacksonville somewhere. I can't remember exactly where. But she lived on one of those canals. You know how we have the canals here in like the gardens and right where people. The canal was dry. Right. And the Tampa Bay, um, Mm. all the water got sucked out of the bay. And there was a a river there, too. And that river got, it was dry. And it's so weird when you see pictures of these piers in the bay. And you you have to go to three quarters out to where the pier is to where the water 
even starts. It's almost like tsunami-ish. It is. You know, before we continue this talk, uh, uh, and it's a serious talk of Hurricane Ian, uh, let's remind everyone Mm -hmm. that this program is brought brought to you by thepalmbeaches.tv, which offers high-quality, commercial-free, family-friendly programming featuring the best of Palm Beach County's attractions, including its 39 vibrant cities, towns, and villages. It's a vast collection of original programming highlighting culture, sports, ecotourism, and the finest culinary experiences. It is streaming 24-7 on demand. It is thepalmbeaches.tv. Watch it, like it, share it, thepalmbeaches.tv. Also want to thank the Best Western Palm Beach Lakes located in West Palm Beach, right across the street from the Tanger Outlets, as well as the Palm Beach the Palm Beach County Attractions Association, which, uh, you know, I'm president of, I'm, I'm biased. I think all the attractions are great. And if you want to find out more about what to do here in Palm Beach County, go to pbcfund.org. I also want to thank song sense, you got which it. is my musically inspired candle company. I hand, I hand pour 100% soy wax candles in my studio here in Jupiter, Florida, and you can find out more information at GetSongSense.com, or you can find me on Facebook. And once again, uh, this show today, we're going to have, um, who are we going to have? George Lindley. Uh, there you go. He's the executive director of the Palm Beach County Sports Commission. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and we've known him for a long time. He's been on the show. Uh, he does an excellent job. Uh, people don't understand that there is... We always talk about ecotourism, right? Yep. Uh, hashtag uh, nature's theme, theme park. park. Yes. Well, sports tourism is huge in the county. It really is. So very excited. We're going to be talking to George Lindley in, in probably about five minutes. But again, back to Ian. And Christy and I both pray um, that everyone is okay, uh, that people are are smart, uh, right now, it's still dangerous. Um, there's so much water, yeah. and you don't know what's in the water. Right. Turn around. Don't drown. Did you just think of that? or what? No, that's um, Sandra from WPVF. That's what she says. Every time there's a storm, turn around. Don't drown. You don't drive through water. Right. Because you don't know what you're getting yourself into. Right. The devastation of a hurricane hitting in, in Florida is... Uh, well, it affects it affects us all, to tell you the truth. Uh, there is going to be such a massive rebuild. And when I said Charlie came, and that was back in 2004, and then wasn't it just a couple years ago that the West, Co- West Coast got hit, and then it, it took out a lot of resorts and hotels and businesses that were on yes. the coastline. And we actually saw an influx of business because people up north, especially during season, and thank God this didn't happen in season. That would have, the the population triples in these right. West Coast and East Coast of Florida because of the tourism and the snowbirds that are coming down. So there's one saving grace. But my God, the the dis- destruction and the the devastation. My heart goes out to these people that suffered the loss. There's someone that lost their house that's staying at our hotel. They know it's it. horrible. Yeah. Um, and think about it. Uh, two and a half million people without 
power. Mm. Now, I will tell you that as of Thursday, 42,000 first responders have uh, been, they're on their way. That was Thursday. They were ready to go. I mean, they've been ready all week, obviously, to to go. And um, whether it be the power agencies, NextEra, and people that have come down to volunteer to help, and the Red Cross. Oh yeah, they've been on the ready and ready to get over there to to help folks because it's it's devastation. And make sure if you're going to do a donation to any kind of organization that says they're going to help uh, the victims of Ian the hurricane on the West Coast, uh, please do your homework. Make sure it's uh, legitimate. Um, I know that uh, the government page. Uh, the government um, of Florida uh, offers uh, different, different uh, well, it offers different options if you want to, if you want to donate, if you want to donate money, if you want to donate your time, because mm-hmm. they're going to need volunteers. They're going to need, this is, this was tragic. This yes. is, they say it's, a, a f- someone called it a 500 year happening. Right. Uh, just It's a historical storm. It really so is. Sad, so and we, we all over the state had anxiety about this because we were forewarned. I think the government does a great job in response to the preparedness. Uh, you know, they hopefully they got 99.9 people out of there. Let's hope. In evacuation. And uh, let's hope that everybody took their animals with them. Uh, that's another thing. That's that another tragedy. breaks my heart, too. Right. It's funny because Astrid and I had a conversation about that this week. Astrid is my sales manager, and uh, she's one of my best friends at work. Um, she has eight cats, and we, you know we have three. And we talked about how are we going to transport these if there was an emergency. So we were right. talking about contingency plans and different yeah, things you like that. Have a, have a, you have to have a plan all the way around. Yep. For, for, for all life. So um, we're less than a minute away from talking George Lindley. I'm actually going to get him on the phone right now. Why don't you get him on the phone right now? Let me uh, let me get the board up so uh, we can hear George. Thank you. <clears throat> it's ringing. There we go. Trilling. I know this is his uh, landline. Landline, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, George is a great guy. Hopefully he is there. Yeah, we're going to talk about the sports commission and what they do. The party you have called, oh. George Lindley. Oh. Okay. Well, we'll try that again. Let me uh, take that down. And, uh, all right. I'm going to send a quick email here just to uh, yeah. remind him. So I do want to talk about the Sports Commission because uh, they they give so many uh, heads and bets. They do so many events. I think the last time, and the last time I t- saw George was actually last year. He was our guest speaker at... Uh, our attraction association lunch, and uh, we were at Rapids Water Park, and it was the first time that he had been out in public socially. Everything was Zoom. Yeah. Everything was, nothing was personal. And this was the first thing that he attended. And I appreciate that because it, it took a lot for him, but he felt comfortable because Rapids Water Park is an outdoor theme park. Right. And they were one of the first uh, theme parks that, or attractions to, to, to get business because it was an outdoor venue, which I do want to uh, give a shout out to two 
two things. Uh, the Palm Beach Kennel Club. Uh, you got to go to uh, PB Palm Beach Kennel Club. Uh, they go uh, PBKC. Mm-hmm. And they have so many different events coming up. Uh, from comedians to dinner theater to music, you you really got to check it out. And now more than ever, uh, especially after an anxiety filled week, uh, you gotta you got you got to get out, treat yourself, and uh, do something good. Absolutely. So yeah. shall I try him again? Yeah, try him I, again. Uh, I did send an email, but and if I if I'm not mistaken, he I I, I can't even uh, I'm not even sure. How many events that these guys, the Sports Commission, oh, put on in the county? A lot. In all types of events. Mm-mm-mm. The party you have. Oh, my goodness gracious. So, I don't know. Uh, I've sent an email and I actually uh, copied Missy on it. So, hopefully, all right. we can uh, get an answer here. You know, it's always like this uh, in the tourism industry. Things pop up. We didn't know that we were going to be sold out this week. Um, we didn't know we were going to have a hurricane that was going to decimate the West Coast and have all these people. Uh, and here's the other thing. Now, we have four pet rooms. Four. Yeah. And uh, we made exceptions uh, because of the situation. And Wednesday, when I went there, it was like an animal shelter. There was so many pets from not only dogs, cats, but there was a parrot. <laughs> there awesome. was actually a parrot in the lobby. We had and, a parrot. Uh, we had a parrot at the Homewood once, and the the guest would come down with the with the bird on his shoulder while he was getting his breakfast. <laughs> right, right. And she was walking around, and the parrot was. Uh, and it wasn't a talking parrot. It was just. It was kind of quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the dogs. Well, I mean, if you and I had a bird, and we walked around with it. <laughs> I oh, can't imagine God. the things it would say to people. Yeah. It would it would be bad. It would be bad. It would be the rudest bird around. Yeah. Oh, that must be Nutzel's bird. Of course. Just the the bird would say, "Milo, Milo." Yeah. So, it, from a hotelier's perspective, you get all these people that uh and we were still we um, Wednesday about one thirty, two o'clock, it was going to hit us. Uh, and it, all, all the radars indicated that we were going to get yeah. nailed. And after seeing the devastation on the West Coast, because they were doing some live shots of, of what was happening, we were freaking out. And, of course, we're the staff of the hotel. All these people are in our hotel, and they're anxious because they left a place that they either were told to evacuate or was just smart. Right. Just smart. And the, they look toward the staff that we're going to take care of them. Now, here's my perspective. I worry about the staff because the staff, we're all human beings. We all families. We, we right. all, and here we're giving up by being at work, mm-hmm. looking out for our loved ones and our family. We're, that's the hospitality industry. Well, I mean, you have to establish who's going to stay, who isn't going to stay. You set up rooms at your hotel for your staff so they're not traveling in the in the weather. Right. Um, we had staff rooms set up just in case, even though all spaghetti models were showing it going to the West Coast. Even up until Tuesday night, it had it going to the Big Bend of Florida. Not even, originally it was Tampa. 
Right. Then it was taking it up to the Big Bend of Florida. And then all of a sudden, oh, no, it's Fort Myers or, you know, Naples in that area. Just, and, it's, it, you just don't know. You have no idea what it's going to do. And so we all have electronic devices, and you load a weather app, and you can watch the radar. And it, it because it's so obsessive too. I, isn't it, it really is. <laughs> it's it, no, like, I. It's like okay, I haven't checked my phone in like ten minutes. Let me see what it's done. Okay, it's just spinning. All right, that's all. It's I know, doing. but I actually left work early on Wednesday because it showed timeline that two thirty a a big cell was going to be over West Palm Beach. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. When I drove Wednesday morning, it was horrific. Yeah. Uh, downpour, wind, stuff in the roads. I mean. Uh, Should and if, I try one more time? Yeah, try one more time. All right, we're going to try one more time. You got it up? Trust me, it's going to be worth it. Jordan Lindley, uh, the executive director. Is, of is the, it up? Uh, it is now. Okay, so I can hear it. We're going to try one more time. Sometimes I do miss the old days of the studio and having the guest <laughs> in the studio. I know. You know? I know. But even... The party e- you have called. But okay. even ESPN uh, has gone to this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone calls in. And it it kind of... It doesn't matter where you are. And you know what? We made this arrangement with George prior to the storm hitting. We don't know right. what could have happened. So um, if we don't get him we will eventually get him in the future but um yeah i hope everything's okay yeah that's that's whole thing what if he is what if he had family of course and listen this is not a priority this show is not a priority for anyone who is having to deal with uh the ramifications of hurricane well there even down in del road del ray the damage down there with the tornadoes oh yeah that was the the car pile up and everything Oh my gosh! And it's so funny because that's a scary thing because these tornadoes pop up within these storms, right? And it's just and, and I grew up in the Midwest, and these tornadoes can do as much damage damage as a hurricane. They are oh, they are relentless. Well, that is really what got us with Charlie. It wasn't so much the eye of the storm; it was the winds and the and the, the downbursts yeah. and the tornadoes. Yeah. Do you remember the entire side of the Crown Plaza? Was it the Crown Plaza at the airport? Right. It was my old hotel, the old but, Radisson. And it turned, right. The whole side of it was right. like wiped out. Yeah. Like you, you could see exposed rooms. Yep. It was weird. It was really I weird. I was MOD that morning. Oh, God. And, I, and it, I, I lived seven minutes from work. It took me 40 minutes to drive from our house to work that morning with down powered lines, down tree, trees, not 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 just down trees, completely uprooted. Yeah, with roots exposed. Huge, everything. huge. I mean, the the width, the girth of yes. these trees were yes. like you you couldn't put your arms around them, and they were on the ground. And it took, God, it took the city uh, to clean up. I mean, they were out there with chainsaws and and yeah. trying to move these just so we could have traffic. And of course, all the all the traffic lights are out. Yeah, and what's funny is that our friend Erica came over because we were notorious for not losing power during storms. Right, because, because the, we had underground. Underground wires. Yeah. So after it came through, she took her cat because we had Moxie and she brought her cat over. So she's like, guys, you know, it's over. I'm going to go home. And I'm like, I don't think that's a good idea. I think you should wait until in the morning right? so you can see where you're going. 
I don't know how that girl made it home. But it, but it was early morning. We stayed up during this whole thing. No, we, I, I don't know. I was in bed because I was MOD, MOD the next morning. So we, we did not stay up. Well, Eric and I stayed up for a while. Okay. But well, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. Just don't. Just when you think it might be okay, it probably isn't. And you should probably stay put until you can see what's going and on. And that was the weird thing on Wednesday. There was a, after Wednesday morning, and we got nailed. I mean, in Jupiter and in West Palm Beach, I drove white knuckles uh, on military trail uh, heading south toward PGA, and I, I I couldn't see anything. My wipers couldn't keep up. I since I got this smaller car, I was being blown away. <laughs> I mean, left and right. And then there was stuff in the road, and you had to react, oh, yeah. and you had to be you had to make sure. Now there was the good thing is it was six. 15 6 20 in the morning when i leave so not a whole lot of cars were on the road and some of these palm fronds they're thick enough and big enough that they can mess your car up if you run over it well don't you remember the last uh, time we had a hurricane and i drove to work early to give assistance and i hit a branch and it took out like half my front yeah uh, and it, the the odd thing on that one is that I had some damage on the side of my car, and uh, that was uh, done. Was able to pr- get it fixed. Yeah, that was done prior, and, and insurance was good enough. The guy I remember the the in, inspector, whatever you call the guys that uh, the, the insurance uh, what, yeah, what, adjusters. yeah adjusters. Mm-hmm. He goes, wow, that was a lot of damage. It had to be in a big branch. And I said, yeah, it was big. It was big. And I couldn't see it. It was night. It, I mean, it was morning. Right. It was dark. But I couldn't see it. It was early morning. And it took you a long time to get to work Thursday morning. Yeah. Because, well, you told me you were going to text me when you got to work. Right. And it was like 45 minutes later. Right. Because you, yeah. couldn't, you couldn't see. And you couldn't see the, the lanes on 95. Um, it just you, you, it just was so if it was that bad here, it had to be unbelievably there. And so, but here's the thing. So it was really bad in the morning. And then it cleared up. We were in a crease. That was a feeder band, an out, outer feeder mm-hmm. band of the entire entire uh, storm, hurricane yeah. storm. And it was calm and sunny, mm-hmm. a little windy. For hours, and it just had that weird, weird vibe. Right. And about a little after, about one thirty, because I left early. Yeah. There was this dark, ominous, <laughs> ominous, just front coming our way, and it was like, it was like a barge. It wasn't moving fast. But it just kept moving yeah. and moving. And it got closer and closer. And. Uh, oh, I, I'll be uh, right back. Be right back. Uh, <laughs> we're going to do something here. Uh, George just gave us a call. Uh, and hopefully. I'm sorry? I'm not going to be able to hear him. Oh. <laughs> hey, George, how are you? Okay, guys, he's talking to George. So, sorry about the pause. 
hey, George, uh, listen, you take care of business. We're going to have you on on another week. Uh, when it, I mean, who would who would have thought that we had this crazy week that we've been going through? So. have to tell them that we're live (laughs) hey george george uh we're live right now so i I, we totally understand uh listen we'll touch no that's all right (laughs) (laughs) it's it's, it's fine Uh, listen this has been a crazy week for all of us so uh listen we'll get you on in in another week or two in the meantime you take care of business and george you know we love you (laughs) all right talk to you later Bye. All right. See the, the conversation that you that, that you didn't hear <laughs> is because it, he called on my phone and my phone uh, goes into my hearing aids. Right. So we can't hear. <laughs> so when Rick is having a conversation on his phone, everything uh, is going directly into his yeah. ear, and I can't hear anything. Right. So I had to answer the phone because I knew it was George. So is he okay? Is everything all right? He's fine. They they closed the building yesterday and today, and a lot of government agencies, agencies we, see, have I, been is, doing that. This is exactly why I said that. We don't know what happened. We we scheduled this before the storm. And right. So that uh, right. makes sense. So there. Yeah. So, there, but I do want to talk <laughs> about this. so funny because you heard your phone <laughs> ringing and you're like, you're like pointing to your ear and then pointing oh over there and I'm like, God. oh it's, heck, his phone's ringing. <laughs> it's so weird because I, I can be in Astrid's office. Uh, Astrid has the office next to mine. Uh, but when I go into Astrid's office, I'm still in range. And if I get a phone call, it's like, it's ringing in my ears and Astrid, I, I, I probably make a face. You probably look like the RCA dog, right? Right, like <laughs> oh my god! I, so, and Ash is like, "What's wrong?" I, like you know, are you sick or something? <laughs> my God! No, I'm hearing voices. Yeah, literally. So, uh, so we're gonna have George on uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, it, it got crazy. He had a couple events that um, got canceled. Yeah, and uh, and. The sports commission is unbelievable. I will tell you that it's probably the the best sports commission that I've ever worked with, and I worked with Orlando's. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe Orlando had like a a dedicated sports commission. They we have down here so many baseball fields. Uh, we have soccer. We have the polo. Uh, we I mean we have everything. And the Sports Commission, what they do is they compete with other areas of the United States to hold these different events, championships, world championships. Absolutely. Um, from high school to college, uh, from peewee to minor league to everything. And they provide a, a complete package. And I, I met George when he first took over. He was such a young lad then. He was such a young lad. And, uh, yeah, it's so funny because when we see each other now, it's uh, we both have gray, you know. And back then when I met him, uh, 10, uh, 11, 12, 13. Don't start counting. You'll just make yourself feel old. Okay. It was a while ago that I met him, and he took over. And he's done a phenomenal job because what they do, they bring these events, and, of course, everyone – 
the tourism industry benefits because these people got to eat in a restaurant. These people right. got to stay in a hotel. Uh, these people got to rent a car. These people got to fly in. Right. I mean, it, it's it, big business. It is big business, and the the numbers are staggering as far as the economic impact of what the sports commission provides for the county, just like the TV and film commission, just like the cultural council, Mm -hmm. just like ERM, the environmental resource management, which uh, reminds me, I want to give a shout out to Billy C. Uh, Billy C, who uh, is Scuba Nation, the Emmy award-winning TV program on uh, Bailey's Bailey's sports Sports, and, uh, Bailey's. <clears throat> Bailey's. Coffee, please. Yeah. What did I think of that? <laughs> anyway, so Wednesday, when this uh, Hurricane Ian hit, mm-hmm. it was Billy's birthday. Oh. So I wished him a happy hurricane birthday, trying to be funny, and and in, and in an afterthought, yeah. it's not really funny. Nothing, <laughs> nothing about the hurricane no, is funny. No, of course not. But of course not. But it's strange that he... It was his birthday. A shout out to Scuba Nation. Shout out to Palm Beach Kennel Club. Shout out to all the attractions. And it, for me, I'm looking at the Sports Commission website right now, and it looks like there was to be a Hardball 360 Fall Classic, and the dates were September 28th to October 2nd. So I bet you, I bet you, that's one of the events that were yep. canceled. And um, what they do, they they do a full range of event service support because there's so much that goes into bringing hundreds of young athletes mm-hmm. for any type of tournament. And then they've expanded too, like pick a ball. And uh, I mean, they do all, I'm, it's crazy, but they do pre-event planning. They will meet with the client uh, they will get, uh, we in the hotel business get these leads that, hey, we're bidding on this event and they're going to need uh, an approximation this number of rooms on peak nights and then shoulder nights. And then they get rates from us and then they contract with the hotels, right. the sports teams. Um, so they do so much uh, operational and logistical support. When, when Palm Beach County signed on to take the, it was, I think, the world's largest soccer tournament. Field hockey. Oh, field hockey. I'm sorry. Right. Well, they, they had to come up with something, a, a piece of land to put all these fields on. Right. And, and they had so many teams. So what they, they came up with, a, a, what I thought was a brilliant idea, they used the polo grounds. Right. In Wellington. They have so much space out there, and it was so successful that it's been coming year after year after year. And they do venue and facility support. They do budget management. Like Glenn just sent me a lead, and he needed to get quotes from a four-star, three-star, and two-star hotel. Ah. And he had to provide because a lot of these organizations, the people, the athletes, the young youth Mm -hmm. athletes – their families come from different economic backgrounds. And plus the equipment that they use to play these sports is not cheap. So it's like they you right. need all price points. Yep. You, you know, get, yep. to to be able to to afford to even do it and to travel, especially with gas being the price that it is. Yep. So they do venue facility support, budget management, sourcing equipment rentals because that's mm-hmm. a huge aspect about anything. Mm-hmm. Uh permitting 
that's a big deal. Oh yeah, and they have a great relationship with the with the not only the the city of West Palm Beach and and the surrounding cities, but the the county. Uh, they do security planning. I mean, these are kids coming into an area, and uh, it doesn't matter where what area. Security is is a necessary thing. Designing the event layouts, volunteer recruitment. You volunteered for I, field hockey. Yep, I did, and. Uh, I actually I volunteered with multiple events with the sports commission. Um, it's a good way to. How would you say I, I've known I've known George since he started. I've known the entire staff. Oh, it's Glenn. just a good way to connect with people, right? Uh, transportation that's a that's another factor. Uh, the housing accommodations, which we're a big part of, mm-hmm. I know I am. I mean, the perfect game is coming up, and that is a huge deal in October. It, it, it gives my hotel hundreds, hundreds of room nights. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they have to eat, and they we always we say right across the street at the Tanger Outlets, there's 150 stores, seven restaurants. Two of them, BJ Brewhouse, Red Robin, give our guests a 10% discount. <coughs> now, say you're a ball team. And you go out as a ball team. Right. That ten percent, it, it that's that's a difference. It's a difference with these families that are trying to. Anyway, they and they do public relations. They do they they promote these things. The sports commission, the county agencies that I'm blessed to work with, uh, and now I'm finding that. I have the power of the Palm Beach County Attraction Association. And just like last month, or this month, September, we had the lunch at Palm Beach Kennel Club, and we had a phenomenal turnout. Yes. And I used that picture. We we took a group picture afterwards, and it came out really, really well. And people were, like, impressed. And I posted it on the Attraction Association Facebook page. Mm-hmm. I didn't boost it. Right. But over... It reached over a thousand people, and it had over seventy-five engagements. In other words, seventy-five people clicked on that to actually to make the picture bigger, so they could see who was there. Right. I used it. There is some old members that haven't committed, mm-hmm. but they were members. You sent them a wish you were here. Well, then there's a couple, like a half dozen venues, attractions, and allied members that are on the fence. So I sent a picture, that picture, and I explained to them that this was the turnout at September's lunch. Right. And then I also said, and now we are working with the U.S. Polo Association to uh, promote international travel and to gain uh, exposure for the attractions. Uh, We're also working with... um, Career source and discover the Palm Beaches with a job fair in October. I put that all in the letter with the picture. Yeah. And I said, you'll be invited to November's lunch at Line Country Safari. Um, hope to see you there. Take care. Right. Boom. I thought it was brilliant. It was brilliant. And did you get any responses? Uh, out of the nine I sent it to? Yeah. Five. Nice. Yeah. That's, well done there, yeah. constant contact. It, it, but it wasn't a constant I contact. Know, it was, it was called Rick content. It was a joke. Yeah. 
Yeah, Constant Contact is a sales I, tool. They are um, actually having a Columbus Day Discovery Showdown, which is a youth ice hockey tournament, and it's held October 6th through 9th, and it'll be done at the Palm Beach Skate Zone, Palm Beach Ice Works, and the Panthers Ice Den. I don't think they've had that before. I think that's a new event. Yeah, they, they, that, the ice rink, what was it again? It's uh, the Palm Beach Works, wait, Palm Beach Ice Works, Palm Beach Skate Zone and Panthers Ice Den. Yep, Skate Zone. Uh, they've been doing more ice hockey. Um, yeah, yeah. Which down here it's kind of weird. In Florida, you would think ice hockey is not a big deal, but it really is. I mean, well, it's yeah. a sport. Ice hockey. Um, just from, well, didn't Florida win the Stanley Cup? Yeah. Okay. The Panthers. There you go. So, yeah. Yeah. It is a big deal. Because why wouldn't you want to live in Florida and play hockey instead of playing hockey and living in Minnesota? <laughs> well, it's warmer when you step outside of the rink. That's the difference? Down here. Yeah, down yeah. here. But up there? Oh, no. no. Nothing against Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, uh, you have to live uh, You have to live a, a winter or two up there to get your man card. Really, it, it is unbelievable. It's. Did you ever do the cold plunge? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, through the ice. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, um, I think, intoxicated. Oh well. You have to, and which then of course worse. And then we went into uh, one of the friends had a, a sauna house, and so we did the plunge after a few shots. And then we went into the sauna house, and mm. and it was freezing outside. I mean, it's so cold. I remember the first time that the the guys from the kitchen, I was working at Lakewoods Resort. It was the largest resort in northern Wisconsin, and it had multiple, it had condos, it had houses that they rented, it had marinas, uh, snowmobiles, and boats, and just, it had everything. Everything. So I made friends with the guys in the kitchen because I was a bartender there. And I was also, uh, I was the sales manager. I was their only sales manager. <laughs> um, so I got to know the guys in the kitchen and they asked me if I wanted to go ice fishing. I said, sure, absolutely. Because I did it here where I did it when I lived in Chicago at the Channel Lakes on the border of Illinois to Wisconsin. Yeah. But we didn't drive a pickup out there. We walked out there and, and we had to be very careful about thin ice. So... They asked me to go ice fishing, and I'm like, sure, absolutely, I'd love to go. And and, and back then I had a Ford 150 uh, four-wheel drive with a capper on it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I drove over to Charlie Best. Uh, Charlie Best owned the Pioneer Bar, and th- that's where I was sitting bar uh, mm-hmm. when I first got up there. And we, uh, when we went to go to the lake, yeah, I was looking for like a shanty. You know, we used to have a shanty that we pulled behind, <laughs> right? Or we would actually pull our, physically well, ourselves you, it, it's, out it's, to the lake. It's built around what you what you're fishing out of, right? right. Yeah. So you're so no shanty. I'm like, well, are we just going to be naked out there? As far as no, you know, yeah. no, no. Oh no, we're going to take a truck. Oh, okay. We're taking your truck. <laughs> your truck. <laughs> I'm like, no, we're not. We're not. I am not driving my, my, it was a new truck out on this lake. Well, they had three feet of ice. I mean, because we were boring holes, you know, and they proved to me that, listen, and, and then 
the stories after, because we stayed up all night fishing, mm-hmm. and um, the stories that they were telling me, that there's actually a couple vehicles on the bottom of Lake Namakagan, and it was from the early winter before, yeah, it, it just, they're crazy up and there. you're probably like, what? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I'm not driving my, my truck up there. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know how we got on that. I'm just oh about Minnesota oh, we were, about the cold we, weather. We were talking about the ice hockey thing down here. Yeah. Uh, so the sports commission does a lot. They bring a lot of people to the county. It's uh, and I and I will tell you that this year has been really good. the The county's fiscal year is September to September, mm-hmm. and last year they collected fifty five million dollars in bed tax dollars. And what that is, is that you check in and there is out of the state tax and the county tax, out of the county tax, they get, I think, one and a half cents or two, whatever they get right. in amount. Well, so many people came this year. So last year they collected $55 million, the county did, in bed tax dollars. Coming up on the the... This year's bed tax dollars, mm-hmm. the estimation based on the 11 months going into the September was that they were going to collect. Tom failed. Shoot. Shoot. Sorry about that. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. Anyway, $71 million. $71 million. I, in bed tax dollars. You, I, I silenced it. Yeah. Sorry. It's always interesting when you're uh, working from home, we'll say that. Well, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> I'm sitting here answering his text, and he wants to call me. <laughs> Who is it? It's Tom from the hotel. Oh well, t- tell me right in the middle of a radio <laughs> I, show. I, I will. I will text him and tell him that. All right. This is a this is a good time uh, to remind you guys that how grateful we are that. This show is made possible by the TV, which offers high-quality, commercial-free, family-friendly programming featuring the best of Palm Beach County's attractions, including its 39 vibrant cities, towns, and villages. It's a vast collection of original programming highlighting culture, sports, ecotourism, and the finest culinary experiences. It is streaming 24-7 on demand. It is the TV. Watch it, like it, share it, thepalmbeaches.tv. Also want to thank the Best Western Palm Beach Lakes, the award-winning Best Western Palm Beach Lakes, located right across the street from the newly named Tanger Outlets, which used to be the Palm Beach Outlets, as well as... Song Sense. No, we're not there yet. <laughs> oh, this is this show well, is one for the making, I'm well, telling Tom you. Well, Tom rattled me, because... It just rattled me because okay. I wasn't expecting him to call me. But uh, we're on the Anchor Podcast Network, and n- we're not there yet. What are we? Okay. Oh, I want also thank <laughs> the Palm Beach County Attraction Association. Then why are you looking? You looked at me and paused. Uh, no, I didn't. I, oh my God. <laughs> yes, you did. Oh, and the cats. We are, do the, not have Bailey's in our coffee. The cats people, are looking, looking at don't. us like, "What the heck are you guys doing?" God. Okay. Oh, so I also want to thank the Palm Beach. <laughs> County Attraction Association. Blooper reel. Uh, go to pbcfund.org and find out everything that there is to do in Palm Beach County, as well as. Now it's now you. it's my turn. now it's you. Song sense, which I really need a candle right now to calm myself. I, I, I don't down. need a candle. I need something else. 
we need that Bailey's that we were talking about. Yeah, that'd coffee. be good. That'd be. I, we're hopefully, hopefully, you know, a lot of people tune in our show just to to, to see how many times I screw up. Guess what? I screwed up today. Yeah, All right, you're, great. You're in I'm, for I'm it. I'm blaming Tom Bale for that. Oh my God. Yes, I am. So. Uh, Song Sense, which is my musically inspired candle company. I hand pour 100% sway wax candles here in my studio. All of my fall lineup is uh, loaded on my website, and that is getsongsense.com. And there you can find us, or you can see us on Facebook. And if we're lucky enough, uh, you'll be able to hear us every Saturday from 8 to 9 on 96.9 FM, 95.3 FM, 1470 AM, and... The Anchor Podcast Network, or you can go to Spotify and search for Life in the Palm Beaches and the Treasure Coast with Rick and Christy. And um, I got Cindy Cohn her link. She's going to promote the show with her book. More oh, joy, nice. the 52 weeks to, to more joy. So I got that link to her. So hopefully she'll be promoting the show that she was a part of. And who knows, if you're a guest on the show, you can have that link as well to promote it as you see fit. And once again, I, I want to remind everyone, go to uh, the Palm Beach Kennel Club. And it's not what you thought it was. The dogs are no longer. They now are, they're turning, they're pivoting, they're turning it into an es- an entertainment destination from uh, musical acts to comedy acts to theater to the sporting events. ESPN uh, uh, 106.3 mm-hmm. down here, they do a bunch of shows there uh, on a monthly basis. And of course, the poker tables, they have 64 poker tables and it is... Uh, we did a tour when we had lunch there uh, a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago. And we took a tour, and they say that the Palm Beach Kennel Club actually does more action than a a Las Vegas casino because they're dedicated to this. Right. Dedicated to this. And, of course, there's uh, off-track betting. They have that. Mm -hmm. They have Mother's Day specials. They have... Brunches, uh, yep. Uh, Kentucky Derby. They, I mean, any sporting event. Super they, Bowl watch party. Super Bowl watch party. NFL draft. I mean, they've turned that facility. It, it's it's amazing. You got to check it out. I, especially we ha- we don't have like. Uh, I mean, we have the Kravis Center, which is the the mecca of entertainment, mm-hmm. whether it be Broadway shows, musical acts, or plays. But this is an entertainment center where comedy like a comedy act right uh but it's a dinner show and they uh, not only comedians but we when we did the the tour after lunch we went to the paddock room Mm -hmm. and they have they i think they said they're they spent about a million dollars in renovation and working with the acoustics and the staging and the and the seating and just overall the the aesthetics of the room so and i and i just talked to Patrick today, and he sent me an email from the Kettle Club, and he's yeah. like, hey, uh, just want to remind you, you know, we got a lot of stuff going on. I said, I know, I appreciate it. I asked uh, you guys that at least once a week send me some of the different events right. that you got going on so I could talk about it. That way we can always talk about it. Absolutely. Well, I, I didn't open all the different events, but I know that they're there, and you can go to pbkc.com Com? and find out. All the different events that are happening. See, you did it again. You paused. 
Does you do that thing, you pause, <laughs> and it makes me look like I have to answer the question, and that's what you did earlier. Oh, really? I'm just, I'm just, yes, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, for all you marriage counselors out there, uh, we'd like you to. You guys know I'm right. <laughs> you, we'd like you to go to our Facebook page and tell us who is right and who is wrong here. As long as I get, uh, no, I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> what? I, I was going to say, as long as I get dinner tonight, I'm uh, I'm a winner, you know. You mean um, breakfast, your weekend breakfast. Weekend breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I mean, all meals. Absolutely. I don't know what Aria is um, investigating there, over there in the kitchen. It's a booger. booger. Oh, it's booger. It's booger. It is booger. Yeah, so uh, just so you know, we have booger, Aria, and Milo, and they're all rescue cats. Uh, one pair, uh, brother and sister, and uh, one we found uh, behind Christie's old hotel. Yeah, the Homewood Suites. So October is coming up, and what do you when you when you hear October, what do you think of? Oktoberfest. And the World Series. And fall. Football. And, and. Uh, I don't know. Halloween. Oh, Halloween. <laughs> Oh, wait, oh, 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 Halloween, oh, I forgot all about that. That happens in uh, October? Okay, now he's eating whatever it is. Okay, well, as long as he's well-fed. Anyway, I wanted, I wanted to bring up, because we're going to have, um, we're going to have some folks from the South Florida Fair, because they're doing spooky nights out there. They, they go all out every October, every Halloween, and they make it like a big deal. And that's what we need. Right now, that's what we need. Yes, we do. And I'm sure there's going to be pumpkin patches popping up all over the place here soon. Pumpkin patches? Yeah. Like selling the pumpkins by the stores? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you call a pumpkin patch? Yeah. They usually do a big one out at um, Wyndham Grand, and they do a big one out at the church up in Stewart. I used to pass by it every time I was coming home from work when I worked up there. Yeah. And Oktoberfest is coming up this weekend in Abacoa. There you go. So Listen, we want to thank you for tuning in to Life in the Palm Beaches and the Treasure Coast with Rick and Christy. We apologize that George Lindley, the executive director of the Palm Beach County Sports Commission, had uh, something to do. And after a week that what we've all had, um, I wish you guys... To have a great weekend. Yes. Welcome to our blooper reel, people. Uh, you know, <laughs> listen, if you can't laugh at yourself, anyway, have a great weekend. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll be back next week. We hope. <laughs>